Coming to you live from inside a 1998 McDonald's that only manifests in the subconscious memories of the galaxy's smartest mammal. This is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Interdimensional RSS. I am Travis. I am Brandon. And here we are yet again. Another. Back for another episode. Spectacular day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we'll be able to uh, effectively follow up off of last week's episode, which was far and away the the best episode we've ever had in our podcasting careers <laughs> as far as yeah. as far as fan response and uh and reaction so thank you to you uh listeners for for downloading and listening and subscribing and doing all those things that you do so well you know what's equally exciting travis is that yesterday i was looking for a bottle opener right and <laughs> i was in my kitchen i was like scrounging through the the the, the utensil drawer and i was like where the shit is a bottle opener it's in it's in my uh it's in my recording garage, Travis. It's right here in the <laughs> that, camera. That would have been the first place to look, knowing you. I mean, just <laughs> and, uh, where else would you keep it? And, now and it doubles I, it it appears I, to double as a can opener, Brandon. Are yeah. you also opening cans in, in the recording studio? <laughs> yeah, I've just got like a pile of like spaghettio cans <laughs> and beer bottles. Creamed corn just as far <laughs> as the eye can see. Creamed corn, ew. Actually creamed well, corn's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm not going to judge. Uh, if, well, we want to know what, what you love to open with a can opener. And there's a lot of ways you can let us know all of that stuff. You can hit us up on social media, on Twitter, at Rick and Morty Pod. You can head over to our subreddit, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com, on our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com, slash rickandmortypodcast, or send us an email. You know, that's what Jerry would do. So rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> duck, duck, birdie. Am I right, Brandon? Am I hey, right? I that's that's kind of insulting, actually, because we've gotten a quite quite a good amount of emails lately, and you're basically got, you're basically calling email people Jerry's. I use email all the time. Oh yeah, it's but I'm also kind of a Jerry. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as as everyone is is well aware, last week was the big April Fools' reveal, the season three premiere. Uh, and now we are back in the doldrums of yeah. Rick and Morty-less existence. Uh, yeah. We 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 have said in previous in the previous episode we're not just going to rehash the season three premiere for every episode until season the rest of season three begins. <laughs> but you know we we still have a lot to talk about I mean, uh, in regards still, to season three. It's still fresh in everyone's mind. Like if we went like directly back to just like. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about season two, episode three. Let's talk about fart. Let's, let's do a let's do a character study on <laughs> Aberdolph Linklater. Uh, let's really let's really chew into that. Yeah. Um, no, no, we we have a lot. I mean, there's a lot of news from the fallout of the season three premiere, and I think that's the best place for us to start. Brandon yeah. is with some semi pertinent news. Ooh. I was starting to go into like a Schwarzenegger impression, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's Get to the chopper. <laughs> Get to the semi-pertinent news. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and, and if, if you're new to this show... <laughs> Sorry. It, it just goes downhill from here. Just, just get ready. Yeah. Uh, so... Last week, we talked all about it, the April Fool's premiere, and 
the fans have gone crazy. Crazy. They are hitting the internets. They are sharing their favorite thoughts from the show. And possibly above all else, above every other thing that came out of that episode. Yeah. I feel like it's the sauce. The, the sauce. sauce is boss. It's uh everybody is crazy for that Szechuan sauce. Uh the sauce balls. <laughs> I mean, so yes, Rick Rick wants that Mulan Szechuan dipping sauce from McDonald's. Sure as hell circa does. Circa circa 1998. Uh but yeah, ha- Mofos online went ham <laughs> over this one, bro. Uh yeah, they did. Um in it's it's weird looking through my Reddit, looking through my Facebook, looking through my Twitter, and saying nothing but Szechuan sauce just over and over and over again. And then like articles talking about how the show is getting McDonald's to consider bringing back the Szechuan sauce, and and how and and then videos about how to make Szechuan sauce. Uh, it's just it. It's, it's crazy much. because. It, in in a 24-hour period, the Rick and Morty subreddit went from Schwiff posts all about just crap about wanting season three to be here, and then, boom, it's here, and within 24 hours, it's like you can't break that that mentality. You can't, you can't change a person's motivation so quickly, so they're like, let's just sauce post now. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. anything that has anything to do with nugget dipping... Let's uh let's get it up there. Yeah, is it is it sauce posting or is it Schwiffshuan posting? <laughs> you decide. Hit us up on Rick and Morty Podcast check out, our, com. Check out our poll on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, are you gonna make your own Schwiffshuan sauce? Schwiffshuan. I I haven't been I haven't been to McDonald's since the show came out. Uh, so but you know nuggets happen and. If if we do go to McDonald's, I will try the the low budget version of the the Szechuan sauce where they say you mix like I think it's two parts sweet and sour, <laughs> one part tangy barbecue or something. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not above that. I, I mean, I I have standards, but they are very very low, Brandon. Yeah, no, I know. As as we can tell from you hanging out with me, absolutely. There are there are as you put here in the the show notes here. Multiple articles covering if McDonald's will or won't bring back the sauce. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think they're gonna bring the sauce back? I won't keep saying <laughs> sauce. The epic time. The sauce. <laughs> sauce. Uh. Well. Okay. A few things factor in here. Yeah. One. Uh. Ninety-seven years, nine seasons. You know, if that's if that's his main motivation, and we get the sauce right now, what what else does Rick have? I mean, if. I, just, I don't know. I I can't I can't say that that's a good thing necessarily if the sauce comes back. But there are a few things to keep in mind. One, uh, Disney has planned a live action version. You know how they're doing all the live action remakes of all their animated features. Yeah. Uh, a live action version of Mulan is supposed to hit theaters late next year, I believe. Mm-hmm. So what better time to recapture the magic, the magic. that was the the the, the Szechuan dipping sauce. <laughs> Uh, than with uh, uh, the premiere of a new Mulan film. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, the articles go either way, and it's, I kind of knows? I kind of think that this is the the new uh, Ross and Rachel of of the culinary world. You know, will they, won't they? <laughs> Are they on a break? What could it I don't know. It's, do you, 
now sometimes your memory uh, is is better than mine in sure. certain areas. Yeah, uh, we were both definitely alive and capable of eating said nuggets yeah. in the time frame uh, in question. Do you recall ever having Mulan Szechuan sauce? I don't. I don't actually. The only thing I remember about Mulan, the only time I've seen it, was I like uh, my my friend back in high school worked his his mother worked for Disney, so I went to see Mulan at like the man's formerly man's Chinese theater in Hollywood for like the premiere, the Disney premiere, and uh, there was what no, a there was, what there, a fancy life you lead. There was Brandon. no McDonald's there, so. <laughs> So I don't know about the sauce. They didn't. They didn't fill the fountains with with <laughs> thick globs. It was just like fa- dipping like sauce, fondue fountains of Szechuan <laughs> sauce, <laughs> glooping about. Uh, it's just all it is is like so corn syrup and flavoring. That's all it is. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I I understand a little bit the excitement about the sauce. It is a tangible thing that fans can grab onto and kind of. Uh, fill that gaping hole in their heart between episodes. Yeah. But I don't know. I, of all the things that happened in the episode, uh, the sauce was sort of low for me on, on excitement factor. There were so many other things that happened and so many things uh, to discuss. And I think we'll get into a few of those a little bit later on, but uh, yeah, the sauce for me, I thought it was funny. I I know that he says it's his, his, his main motivation and and that's, that's his series arc is getting that (laughs) sauce. But We'll see how much that really uh, carries on into future episodes. Yeah, so. I just think it's weird that we've talked for about six or seven minutes about about Szechuan dipping sauce, and and that is that is a small <laughs> amount compared to just the internet hysteria that is the sauce craze. Mm. Uh, let's move on to a couple uh, extra little pertinent news bits before we get into the main thing. Yeah, uh, let's let's talk for a moment about. Uh, your friend and mine, yes, uh, Mr. Mr. Poopy Butthole, Mr. Poopy Butthole, and how he was spot on with the year and a half prediction. Uh, there are a few people that went out and used internet calculators and things to find out exactly how many days uh, between the end of season two and the beginning of season three, and it was exactly a year and a half. Huh. So, uh, son of a yeah. bitch. i'm a bitch trolling us the entire time now do you think that that was just like a throwaway line at the end of season two and then they're like well we'll see when it happens or do you think that they planned out the april fools thing to be like hey it's right at a year and a half like yeah why not i I don't know i i don't know It, it could really be either way like it could be the uh holy shit well we've We've gone on long enough. We might as well just stick to poopy buttholes uh, t- timeline. Yeah. Or, don't, make a, don't make a liar out of poopy butthole. Or Mr. Poopy Butthole is actually a real person, and he's in the writer's room with Roiland and Harmon, and is like, hooey, uh, here's here's my project management experience. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, has like a Gantt chart, and they're like, oh, okay, here. So step phase one, we'll write it. Phase two will draw it. They're drawing it. Uh, yeah, I I think we've established that Mr. Poopy Butthole is a real person. Yeah. He's clearly not a parasite, and I'd appreciate you <laughs> giving him the respect that he deserves as a contributing member of society. I apologize. Uh, yeah. Kudos to Mr. Poopy Butthole. The uh, only concern I have is if that prediction is true, then the 100 years slash 97 years of Rick and Morty 
only having nine seasons, there are going to be some serious time gaps. And if we thought a year and a half was bad, it's just getting started. Just getting started. Speaking of just getting started, that Fed Connect update, though. Yeah, uh, we we've talked a lot about Fed Connect on the show. Shout out to the folks that uh, put that together. We reached out to try and get an interview. It didn't work out. Uh, but they are still hard at work on that site. I, I don't know if they're hard at work, but they're, they're definitely making updates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it may be easy for them. You know, it just comes naturally. Uh, but they're, if you if you haven't been to the FedConnect website in the last week, uh, they did put some additional posts out there on the Tumblr. And it's great seeing the Gronflamites. Uh, is that? Yeah. The, yeah, the bugs. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're they're reacting to the events of episode 301. Uh, and it's hilarity ensues with that, ze- with that one being turned to a zero. Now, none of their bank cards work and they're all having those sorts of issues. And, uh, it, it's great because the main guy that was writing the, the website was like out of town for the weekend. And then he comes back and he's like, what's going on everybody? Why is everything so <laughs> jacked up? So, uh, shout out to those guys for, for keeping that site going. And who knows, we, we may see additional stuff on there in, in this mid-season gap can we what what do we call this existence yeah, that we're yeah. in yeah right oh man maybe this is like a, a commentary on how shows will start and then they'll they'll reach a break and then they'll take a, like a like a mid-season break so maybe, meta maybe it's so just, meta <laughs> it's like it's like the uh the walking dead except it doesn't suck yeah uh sorry yeah. If I, sorry if i alienate it, anybody so, <laughs> yeah, don't expect us to start our Walking Dead podcast <laughs> anytime soon. Uh, all right, well, that's that's everything that we've got for semi-pertinent news. If we missed anything, hit us up on the website, and we will try to hit those in a future episode. Yes. Uh, until then, it's time it for the main time. thing. It is time for the main thing. Main thing. There you go. Main thing. <laughs> Uh, I, I needed the last one. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for for a long time, pretty much since the inception of this show, yeah. uh, Brandon and I have talked about including fan theories as an aspect of what we would talk about. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to throw you under the bus here. Yeah. You're not crazy about fan theories when it comes to Rick and Morty. Uh, I I have a loose appreciation for uh nut jobs if if and 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 regular folks but mostly nut jobs that come up with outlandish theories about what could be going on in the show uh some of them are spot on other times they are way off yeah uh, but we're we we thought you know within this time and we're a week a week removed from the season 3 premiere uh it might be cool to look at some of the fan theories that people have about the season 3 premiere sure. and how it may impact the rest of the season or the series at large. So we've, we've grabbed about four different theories and we're going to start rolling through them. Uh, Brandon, rolling. You want to roll, rolling, rolling right along. Oh, that's moving right along. That's some Muppets. Okay. Uh, so fan <laughs> theory one, Rick is still in jail. It was all a simulation. It's kind of like the Sigerian scam. Uh, what, so this is uh there's actually an even, larger scale theory that the Sigerians since that episode has has aired that everything we've seen has been a simulation and nothing in the show has been legit uh I throw that right out I I, I I'm sorry I comp- I do not agree with that um and I I don't think that they would give us that 
idea and then still have like Rick be subject to everything else that's going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, if we want to take it one step further, uh, maybe they're all actually still in a dream of a dream of a dream. Yeah. And, and the, and the series is going to close with Morty waking up and Rick <laughs> running in. He's like, listen, Morty, we got to go. Ah, uh, no, it's, it's, it's important. We got to go. Yeah. It's, and it's it going to be the exact same scene from the opening of the show. Exa- on the pilot. It, yeah, exactly. Right. And, and so like, if you, if you really, if you really unpeel the onion, this is like a, like a hundred layer onion, right? For hundred, hundred years, hundred layers, Rick and Morty. Every episode where they have like something inside something else. So like the Sigerians, uh, and then you have the, the multi, the, the miniverse, right? Oh yeah. And then there's, and then there's like the inception episode with scary Terry and it's like, it's like that movie you love so much. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I mean, if you, if each one of those is a different, Layer of the onion, Travis. Oh my God, how deep does this go? How fucking deep yeah. Does it go? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily uh, agree that he's still in jail. Uh, I, I did see something someone suggested, like, oh, maybe like each episode would be a different breaking out of jail episode. Um, yeah, they're still inside the Shonies. Yeah, <laughs> they, they never left. Uh, which would, uh, would, would be interesting, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that is true as well. So here's here's my issue with this type of theory is it it requires them to go through a lot of work, show really cool stuff, and ultimately all of it means nothing. Yeah. You know, we all the taking down of the Galactic Federation plus the Council of Ricks, all of that, uh huge epic fight scenes and him outsmarting everyone, and then for that all to be like, Nope, just kidding. He was he was in a simulation the whole time. That I, to me, it just feels like it cheapens everything and, and kind of minimizes the impact. So uh, I I don't like this theory. And I think if if they had to find a way to kind of get everyone back in the right starting places mm-hmm. so that they could roll through season three in sort of a more traditional way, uh, I think they did a heck of a job in showing us how Rick gets out of jail. And yeah, I I like it. But I think that kind of brings us to the second theory yes uh and that is the meta april fools theory yeah uh, that and and i think this is something that you and i have talked about uh with each other also we've kind of tweeted about it and talked to some other fans online but the fact that it did it take place on april fools uh is this the actual season three premiere how much of this is legit uh, are they just going to be like, haha, nope, that was a joke and go in a completely different direction when the show comes back this summer? Yeah, it just it just feels so when when I'm thinking back about the episode and watching the episode as we speak right now, I'm watching it. And when I think about it, like it just it's so it's so trolly uh, in, a, in a way and some in many ways. Right. Uh, and that like tr- that kind of like i gotcha aspect of it is I, I don't know it's 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 weird like it it's trying it not trying too hard like it effort effortless effortlessly jeez man when when did i learn how to when did i, when did I learn i can't even say speak damn it okay <laughs> uh yeah i don't know I, like i think it's a real episode obviously and i i think this is what this is how they they're resetting everything um and I, I think it's a smart way to just basically reset everything to the status quo. Um, 
but there's also like the the whole like you know this is my this is my arc this is my season my series arc like even that's kind of like the the fans we're all we all want to know like what's up with Rick like what's his backstory what all this stuff right so they introduced Diane and then his his you know how he's became Rick right and I think those are all very uh <laughs> fans they want to know this stuff just kidding <laughs> no it's all about Szechuan sauce. Yeah, so that's what makes it feel April Foolsy to me. Yeah, I I would agree with you uh, on that, and I I do think that the backstory that he created for the purpose of of hacking the system, uh, I don't believe there's a lot of truth to that. There, I mean, there may be elements of it in, in every lie. There's an element of truth, but and and it's possible that is actually what Beth's mom looks like. Um, he may have you know, use the tools from his memory to kind of piece that story together. But he, he outright says, nah, I made that all up. I made it all up. That's that it's, I'm not, I'm not avenging my, my, you know, dead wife's, you know, stuff, you know, like he made that up. And so while it was kind of nice to kind of have some sort of a backstory for Rick, I think we're still in the same place as far as knowing what really went on in his past and why he sort of made the choices he did, why he left uh, the family and, and things like that. So uh, I, th- and I think it's an opportunity for the writers to kind of revisit those things and continue to, to maybe give us those pieces one at a time. Cause the fans are really interested yeah. in knowing sort of aspects of what makes Rick Rick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But not so heavy handed, I think is, is a thing like, like sure. Bread, that, bread, not not spoon feeding it to you yeah. in one episode. Breadcrumbing, as they as they say in the industry, in the bread industry. Yeah, <laughs> especially the bread industry. <laughs> uh, our next up, uh, so Rick is actually Morty. And that's a that's a theory. Morty is this, Rick. This is Rick is Morty. Einhorn Rick and is Morty. Finkel. Fink, Finkel and Einhorn. <laughs> uh, Einhorn is a man. So yeah, so <laughs> Einhorn is a man. So so there's a few ones out the variations of this, right? So so Morty eventually actually becomes Rick. That that's one. Uh, evil Morty is is our Morty just in the future. Uh, so, stuff like that. Uh, we did see uh, uh, a Rick Morty in on in the Council of Ricks, right? Or was it a Morick? Morick. Ooh, Rick T. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we, we saw him. So we saw, we saw what a Rick Morty, Morty Rick would look like. Um, so just, and, just based and that off was that. Just yeah. And that was a really interesting sort of like mid stage. You could, you could almost realistically see a Morty growing up to look a little bit like that and also justify a young Rick looking kind of like it was, they did a really good job on that. And it's, is it legit? Is it a real hint that they're trying to give us? Like this was, this is an existing theory before the season three premiere came out about maybe in these sorts of timelines, Morty's grow up and become Rick's. And then they, uh, there's, there's a line about how Rick's only like hanging out with other Rick's and, and maybe by hanging out with the Morty, he's hanging out with the younger version of himself. Oh, and it, ooh, it, there's all, deep. Uh, it folds in on itself because then you get into like time travel and all kinds of weird crap like that, which is even more confusing and paradox creating. Uh, what, what is your, 
what is your gauge on this sort of theory? Would you like it? Do you hate it? Uh, uh, I mean, there's there's a part of it that interests me because of because it involves time travel. So, uh, which which, <laughs> right. which show hasn't really delved into at all. So so far as I can think of the top of my head, um, but it reminds me of this. Uh, I think it's a Ray Bradbury time travel story uh, by his bootstraps, which is basically like this this time travel story where there's like this time police uh organization and then a lot of stuff happens this guy's uh he got a sex change and then he ended up being like his own father type it was a really re- weird story but it reminds me of Rick and Morty in the, in the <laughs> sense that Rick is his own uh mother or something i don't know yeah yeah nailed it uh <laughs> i i like i like aspects of the idea of it um there, I feel like there's a lot of ways that that can get pulled apart. And one of the things that I, I seem to notice on this show is even though we have infinite timelines, they, all the timelines seem to be in sync. Yeah. So even though you have a council of Ricks uh, with infinite numbers of Ricks, they all seem to be infinitely around the same age. And even though you have infinite Mortys, they all seem to be around the same age. And, and mm-hmm. that's sort of rung true for all the characters, Jerry Burry, they're all kind of uh, the same. So I, I don't know. I mean, and, and I, I know that the producers have, have talked about the, the difficulties that can come from uh, time travel and things like that. So I, I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, well. La- la- last theory up is uh, the different body theory which I haven't, I haven't read too much about, but basically it's saying like every time Rick jumped into a different body, he got a different personality from each one of them. Kind of like a kind of like a Doctor Who type type thing, or like each reincarnation of Doctor Who, they have different personality traits um, and, and what have you. So, what, what do you think? What do you think about that, Travis? You you think? Well, I I think you know Rick is uh, definitely a man. Of the mind, he's he's very uh, keen on his intellect, but you you can't separate the fact that who Rick is physically uh, is is also part of what makes him Rick. So he is not in the same body he was in season, at the end of season two. That body was shot in the head, um, so he is in a different Rick body. Yeah. Uh, but is he still the Rickest Rick? I I mean I think the fact that he was able to jump around and and take over different bodies. He still is, but I think that there's a possibility that there will be little differences in his personality or the way that he does things, especially having lost, you know, seven years of improvisational yeah, training. Poor guy. Um, you know, he can get it back. I, I believe in him. He, he can he can get there. He can do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I, I think there there could be an aspect to it, but I don't think it's something that the writers of the show are going to harp on too much i th- I think maybe they'll be maybe they'll make notes and a little clues to that but yeah. uh i i think he'll basically act and, and remain <laughs> much like the rick we've grown to know and love you know if he put if he finds a way to do like a, a groundhog's day uh groundhog day it's type type thing like he can he can figure out that improv stuff again oh yeah you He's, know like they did the math plenty of time groundhog day uh, the the movie right and and they they estimated that that Bill Murray was was experiencing that same day for like a hundred years or something like that. I don't know. Hundred hundred years, ninety seven years, years. <laughs> nine nine seasons. Uh, and so Rick, you know, I mean, feasibly, you know, 
things could positive things can come of that. Uh, what one last thing? One last thing I want to ask you, Brandon, before we before we uh, wrap this show such up. A, that was a, I just want to say like that was such a a, a stupid, stupid <laughs> dumb way to try to make conversation. I didn't want to harp on it. I was just moving on. I just but, I just need you know, when just you're right, you, you're right, Brandon. I just need when you to right, know, you're right. and I just need the listeners to know I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> We forgive you, Brandon. Uh, we do. Thank you. Uh, so one last thing I want to talk about with theories, and I, I don't think this will be the last time we talk about theories on the show, but do you feel like this show is going to do, like they have something where they planned it out, or maybe they just come up with it as they go, where they're like, we're going to do a big twist at the end, and it's going to, they're going to M. Night Shyamalan us <laughs> like, and and they're gonna reveal some crazy thing that that kind of refocuses the perspective of the entire series. Or do you think that they're they're giving us the show at face value and we should take it for what it is, and uh, maybe not be trying to pull out these crazy theories that that change the reality of the show completely? Uh, I I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I would like to think that it's the, a, it's an opinion based question. The very, the very there la- are no wrong answers. <laughs> I would like to think that the very last episode finds a way to tie in, uh, have have good closure, just like Futurama has a good way of ending the the, the series uh, by tying it uh, to the first episode. Okay. All right. Uh well yeah I I I am hopeful that they end the show in a good way uh if if and when <laughs> they ever do uh but yeah I I'm not I'm not watching the show on a regular basis looking for looking for the gotcha I'm not looking I'm not love. looking in all the wrong places especially Rick and Morty uh yeah it's I I don't watch the show thinking that there is a a greater uh twist at at a play here so. Uh, we'll see, and we'll and see. I could be proven wrong, but uh, and let's if hope you so. have, if you ha- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we want to know what you guys think about these fan theories. Hit us up on emails and websites, and you know we we talked about it. But uh, do you like any of these theories? Do you hate them? Do you have a particular theory yourself that we didn't talk about? Uh, let's let's leave those over on the subreddit, and we can continue the conversation. I just want, All right, I, just, I want you to know that it sounded like uh, you, you said you said Taco Bell. Are the, are there any of these fan yeah, theories let's talk you want to Taco Bell? Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's let's Taco Bell. Let's uh, let's Chalupa. Taco Bell. Him. Let's let let's cr- Crunchwrap Supreme. Let's let's make it happen, guys. Uh, those those that's, little that's my twists. series arc. I just gotta get that fire sauce. <laughs> uh, heading uh, on, <laughs> we're going to listener shajorshans and shortouts. Uh, we we got we got a, we got a good we got a good bunch from this week. Uh, thank you, season three, Rick and Morty. <sighs> You got people to listen to the show. Uh, yeah. How thankful are we? And how. I, you know, I, I, I'm particularly looking forward to the immense drop-off in downloads that we have now that there's not a new episode <laughs> to discuss. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully you all come back and enjoy it. Uh, but, you know, it could happen. It could happen. Make uh, world. So let's, let's talk about emails first, Brandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, got, we got some great emails this week. Uh, let's see. Sire Dark. I think it was uh, C-I-R-E, Sire yeah. Dark. Yeah. Uh, he sent us a quick note about Paul Fleischman. Uh, for those of you that don't recall, Paul Fleischman is that other dude in the Jerry Burry. Uh, he's, he's from a timeline where Beth remarries. 
And uh, he he had a note that he thinks we will most likely see him again, uh, maybe even in a brief cameo. Uh, I I agree. I think that there's probably a chance now that uh, Beth and Jerry are gonna get a divorce that maybe maybe we even see just a quick clip of of her meeting Paul Fleischman or you know I, at least a cameo is is highly likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, like a uh, someone who said like a dating episode. Where she's just like speed dating or something like that, and then Paul Fleischman shows up. Um, I saw I saw a poll out there on 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 the Swift posting Facebook about uh, who would you like to see Beth date, and then it was between you know Hart, Mister Poopy Butthole, uh, like Fleischman, and then Squanchy was on there, uh, and I think Squanchy was winning actually, which is kind of weird. Um, Squanch he seems like it's a good time. It seems like he would be like a good a good lay, you know, but a really selfish lover and a very, <laughs> you know, just a, like a one off. He seems like he's he's he seems like he's into some crazy squash. Yeah. So you know, I mean, he, you know, but where if if he wants to squanch with Beth and Beth is into that sort of squanch, more squanch to him, more squanch, more guess. squanch to him. Exactly, exactly right. Um, and let's see what what else. Um. Yeah, oh, so reviews, okay. Got a, got a lot of reviews this week. Got a lot of reviews. Reviews, thank you so much to those of you who, who uh, ha- and, and so far they've all been pretty positive. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, double thanks to uh, Makeup Nerd Laura, Abrams89, Mookie Hustle, and Sirdark. Yeah. Uh, as previously mentioned in the last thing we talked about. Uh, all gave us some awesome iTunes reviews. Thank you so much for doing that. And if you have not gotten a chance to head out to iTunes and, and give the show a review, please do uh, that along with the immense amount of downloads helped us hit the top 100 on the TV and film podcasts. And uh, it was a, it was a good week for our show. So and that's yeah. in no small part. Thanks to you guys, the listeners for helping get the word out. We, we can, uh, we can final, say the def- final thing. We can say definitively that we have not ever hit top 100 of anything and that includes like our wives ever uh most wanting to do or be married to list (laughs) like uh which is which is (laughs) weird but um yeah so so thank you guys out there and girls i i wasn't even in the top 100 of my graduate i wasn't even in the top 100 of my graduating class and there were 97 students so (laughs) you know go fig that's that's not that's that's not true go fig yeah (laughs) all right uh, Q Q and Q and A time, my friend. Uh, this is this is in part thanks to uh Tombi Shuga, Shauga. I'm I'm horrible with names. Uh, but if you remember last week, he he suggested that uh that we do a Q and A episode. Uh, we thought it might be good just to throw a couple quick Q's and A's. Yeah. Uh, at the at the end of our of our short outs. Uh, so first up, he had a question and. <laughs> I did not put it in the show notes. I have it I have it in our email, so I have to look it up. Uh, need to cut and paste uh, is what we have in our show notes. Yeah. Fantastic. His question is need to cut and paste. Uh, okay, so so his actual question uh, is, do you think the created memory of Beth and Rick's ex-wife being blown up has an actual relevance to the reality of the show? Uh, do you think Rick could have snapped and ultimately created this? and all the alternate realities in an attempt to search for the happiness he once felt prior to the accident, thus creating an endless multiverse. Uh, 
Brandon, I think we hinted on this before, but would you care to elaborate? Uh, I think that you have answered your opinion before in the sense that you don't think it's, it's, it's you think it's a made up story. And if it's a made up story, then the the revenge aspect of it uh, it doesn't apply. That doesn't apply anymore. Um, I think I think Rick, uh, you know, maybe he did snap. I like to think maybe he did snap, and you know, it's it. Yes, it, yes. And the whole thing is him, like you know what, the life is is there's there's nothing to life. Let's just enjoy the hell out of it while while we're here. Uh, which maybe it's maybe maybe that's a, a downer for him, but you know it gives us some good comedy, some good adventures. So yeah, I I think in a quantum physics sort of aspect, I don't think Rick created the multiverse. I think that it existed, and he sort of found a way to uh, access it. Yeah, um, that's so not, that's not such yeah, a quantum I, I leap. I, 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 a I, I give Rick a lot of credit, but I think uh, I don't think he actually created it. I think he was just uh, using it to his advantage. So, yeah. uh, but t- but Tommy, thanks for the question. Uh, one other question. This came from our subreddit, uh, and that is out of Brandon and myself. Who is the Rick and who is the Morty out of the two of us? Brandon, I will allow you the the first stab at it. I think I think yeah. we may have talked about this a little bit. I I think I know what my answer is. I don't I don't I don't uh, want to take I don't want to take the first stab at it because I don't want to okay, I don't want to right. damage our relations. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Rick, all right. I, I so I, I I believe I might be a little bit more cautious about things, a little bit more scared in certain situations. Uh and 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 that makes me a little bit more mortyish. Uh there are times when you're a little bit more outlandish and uh you just don't really give a crap. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think that that adds to your rickness. Um, but I don't know. In what other aspect? I I think both of us have qualities in both characters. Um, yeah. But if we had if we had to decide, <laughs> I think you are more of the Rick, and yeah. I am more of the Morty. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. It's it's not an insult to say you're you're more of a Morty, right? Uh, so, you know, don't be insulted, Travis. Don't be insulted by that. Uh, hey, I own it. I would, I would, I, <laughs> I, I would have to agree though. Uh, you know, when it, when it comes to like meeting people in a social scenario, I would say you're probably more Rick than I am. Uh, because well, I'm, dub dub. I'm just so, I'm just so introverted meeting, meeting new folks. But when it comes to like, just like trying to adventure, like I'll eat other foods other than hamburgers. Uh, unlike you, right? Like I, I'll absolutely, I'll eat spaghetti. You know, I'm, I'll go out on a limb. I'll eat, I'll eat some some pasta. Not like you. I eat nothing but a pile of pills. Just <laughs> my daily regimen of pills. Yeah. So, <laughs> so to answer your to answer your question, Swaggy Napkin, uh, the infamous Swaggy Napkin, actually. Um, which so great to so great to meet you yeah, on on Reddit. Finally. <laughs> uh, I am Rick. And Travis is Morty. Absolutely. Uh, and I also thank get you so much for your questions. That's also that's also yes. a big 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 that part is, of it. That is true. I, we, we cannot overlook that at all. <laughs> I thought about uh, having a couple Bloody Marys this morning. If we're being honest with each other. <laughs> uh, all right. So so those are the listener suggestions and short outs. Our Q and A. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on the show, 
uh, hit us up on all of the available avenues and, and we will include that in a future episode. Thanks again to everybody for your notes and reviews and to everybody that downloaded, subscribed, uh, told somebody about the show. If you're, if you're enjoying the show, if you're coming back, uh, the, the absolute best thing you can do for us is just share the show with other fans. Um, if you're enjoying it, it'll, it'll just help, help spread the word that, that gorilla advertising. I don't know. Is, is that a thing? Gorilla marketing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we, we can only reach, uh, the people that we have access to, but if you're sharing the show with others, then that really helps the show to grow. So thank you so much to those of you that are doing that. And Brandon, I think that's it. We did it. Another episode in the bag. In in the the, the bag. And I can't see take, you anymore take, take, for some re- for some reason. Skype Skype video died. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, but, I, I, and it's a good I thing we didn't try to do a video version of this episode. I turned it off for your sake. Look, another episode in the bag. We're gonna take it to an episode museum, uh, and just store it. All <laughs> our episodes. Just store it there. Uh, all right. Well, until next time. Thank you so much for listening. I am Travis. I am Brandon. And we will talk to you next time. Toodaloo.